Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. Hello to anyone who listens to this podcast. We have a listener that contacted me from Poland. Hello, <laughs> listener from Poland. Yeah, it was really sweet. He was very appreciative of the work that we're putting out there nice. and also of your humor. Well, that's nice. Today, Cindy and I are feeling poopy. I think that's a universal feeling on the NBC <laughs> feelings list. It's probably I, official. I don't think that's on there, but I think it could be there for yeah, sure. poopy. And for anyone who cares, I now have a bouncy ball I get to sit on and roll away on. So that's exciting for me. This is much better than the stiff-ass chair I was in before. And... That leads me to what we'll be talking about today, enemy image process. Can you explain? Oh gosh, it's a lot to go into, enemy image process. All right, I'll try to sum it up. So with nonviolent communication process, there's no exact way that you have to move through the conversation, but it helps if you start with giving empathy to the other person first when you're in conflict. And that tends to be the thing we don't want to do because most of us want to be heard. And so if, if you can muster up the energy, the fortitude to give empathy to other, then often they'll be willing to hear you because they just experience being heard. But it doesn't usually roll that way. I don't know about you, but... When I'm upset with somebody or pissed off at somebody, I really don't want to give them empathy. It's like I can't even, I cannot muster the strength to do that. So if you find that you're in that position, then you wait. We did a whole episode on wait. Wait stands for, do you recall? Why am I talking? Why am I talking? In, in other words, like why bother? Because right now, even though you're attempting to talk to the person, nothing's going through. Nobody's hearing anybody else. So wait. It's not worth it. Wait also stands for something else. Do you remember that? Is it what am I thinking? Yes. What am I thinking? And what am I thinking gets back to this whole idea of much of what goes through our mind, especially in a conflict situation, is pretty judgmental, a lot of story. Often we don't even realize that's what's going on for us because we're too jacked up. And so wait allows you to slow down and hopefully do some processes, allow you to get clear on what you're thinking and get more connected up with your needs so that you can then speak from that place instead of the story or the judgmental place that we tend to when we are in conflict. Yeah, there's nothing passive about the wait process. Yeah, thank you for pointing that out because I think most of us have had this habit when we're in a conflict and we move out of the conversation, it's just a cool down time and you're just letting time pass until you kind of cool down. But with this process in nonviolent communication, there are many things that you can do, active things that you can do to shift your story, to shift the energy, the difficult feelings that you might be having. One of those things is this idea of enemy image process. So often when you're in the conflict with somebody, you're hating them <laughs> in the moment. 
they're an enemy, so to speak. And if you notice that you have that gripping kind of want to smack them upside the head energy, that's an indication that right in that moment you have an enemy image possibly of that person. And if you're still wanting to have connection with that person and have some kind of continued relationship with that person, then there's some work to be done to shift that enemy image so that you have more space inside and more ability to hear that person when you go back into dialogue with them. So enemy image process is pretty crucial to the integrity of the MVC dance. It seems like you're kind of giving empathy to the other person when you give them presence, when you take feelings and needs guesses, and when you reflect. So isn't that kind of doing a little bit of enemy image process? Like, isn't that kind of in the mix already instead of having it as an option? You mean Which when, I understand. You mean when you're actually in dialogue with the person? Yeah, isn't it kind of happening? Yes, but sometimes you can't get it to happen. That's the whole point. Sometimes you're just like, you're at your wit's end. You don't care anymore. You have no capacity to try to hear or take guesses about what... that's when you go into wait. Right. That's when you go into wait, and that's when you might want to do some things in wait to be able to gain that capacity back, Mm -hmm. to be able to gain some level of compassion for what is happening with the other person. And that's where the enemy image thing comes in. Much of what you do in the wait, even if you don't do the full-out, quote, enemy image process, even if you just go and get empathy for yourself... The idea is if you get empathy for yourself, then maybe you will have some space to hear other. In a way, that's enemy image process too. It's just enemy image process is more of a very specific, you do this, then you do this, then you do this, then you do this to be able to shift so that you have more of a friendly approach towards the person that you're really upset with. What are the steps of enemy image process? You can do this just in regular dialogue, I like to use use it in a role play when someone comes to me and they're really upset with a friend or a loved one and they just can't get past it and hear them saying a lot of very judgmental things about the person. I might step them through this role play process of the enemy image, which goes like this. Maybe we can kind of refer to the episode we did last week in which... We role-played me being upset with you because you had hypothetically gone out to a bar where everyone was unmasked. Right, and if people are tracking that episode, I ended up stopping the conversation and asking if we can just wait because it wasn't getting anywhere. We did stop at the wait place, so let's start right there. Let's say, okay, I'm waiting. My friend was upset with me because I went out to a bar and it's COVID and she didn't really want to hear very much about what was going on for me with it. And that's where we ended the conversation. Let's pick up from there. Now, I'm not in conversation with her, but I'm away from her. And let's just pretend like I'm pretty upset with how that conversation went down. But yet I still love my friend and I want to be able to go back and have some dialogue and have some closure around this. But right now, I, I'm, I'm pretty pissed at her too from the way that she came across to me and the fact that she wasn't willing to hear anything that I had to say. So I might walk myself through enemy image process or I might get a friend to role play with me. And if I were going to have my friend role play with me, what I would do is first I would pretend 
I was me <laughs> and my friend would be the other person from last week that let's call her Sue. Sue. Okay, Sue, who was mad at me that I went out to a bar. But my friend here, who's this neutral friend, she's going to play Sue, and I'm going to just bitch and yell and say everything that I want to say to Sue without having to hold back. And my friend here playing Sue is going to just hear me with giraffe ears. So she's going to hear me with some compassion and give me some empathy. So that would be step number one in the enemy image role play. I get empathy for being triggered and I get empathy from the other person in it's all acting, but I can actually get maybe some relief feeling like what it would feel if I got empathy from Sue. Yeah. So I'm giving you compassion and listening while you're jackling out. And I get to say whatever I want to say, because it's kind of nice to be able to do that without having to hold back and get some of that frustration and upset and anger out and actually be heard. Right. So that would be step number one in the enemy image process. Then after I was done venting and, and I had an experience of being heard, then we would move on to step number two of the enemy image process. Step number two in the enemy image process would be now I play Sue and my friend over here would play me and I as Sue get to yell and scream and say all the things that I want to say and my friend over here who's playing me, she just hears Sue, AKA me, with giraffe ears so she hears sue with compassion and you have any idea like why that would be beneficial probably just to give you more understanding of where sue is coming from accessing empathy for her correct yeah it gets first of all i get to kind of be in her shoes with the level of anger to take her perspective and then getting empathy from somebody me you know role-playing me also again lets me kind of try on wow, like maybe it was this, maybe that is the need. It, it allows me to deepen a little bit around the need for Sue. So thus, you know, the enemy image starts to kind of dissipate some because now I'm over here, I'm like, hmm, wow, I could see. Maybe that is how it was for her. And then the third part of enemy image would be we would switch back. I now get to be me. You would be Sue again. And this time you get to be Sue and Jackal, like you get to lay it on me. But now I get to give you empathy. Mm. Any idea how that could be helpful in this argument that I am really having, let's say, with Sue? Like how would that help me to step back in to the conversation with Sue? You would come in with more empathy. I've already practiced it. If Sue in real life were to come at me with some Jackal-y stuff, I've now already practiced what it would be like to hear that, and I've already taken needs guesses around it. So there's a better chance that when it happens in real life, I'll be able to be the container for all of that, which I may not have prior. And also, remember, I've done all this pre-work. I was First, I got empathy, so that felt kind of good. Then I received empathy as Sue, so I took her perspective. And then thirdly, now I'm practicing how to step back into the conversation and maybe hear some stuff that I don't want to hear with a level of compassion. I mean, so that, that's the enemy image process. That is the enemy image process. And I just wanted people to have a sense of at least one of the strategies that folks can do 
when they are out there in the wild and they, they can't muster up compassion for a person or they're having some real, real harsh enemy images of a person, this is a way that you can walk yourself through getting to more compassion. Well, that's the process. Yes, and we have a call-in number. Maybe one day we can do the enemy image process live. Someone can call in and we'll do enemy image process. And the number is 850-706-0488. And to our Polish listener, Dzień dobry. <laughs> I hope that means what I think it does. Good morning. Anyways, thanks for listening. Bye. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.thebigbmethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first.